real quick, don't even give this a split second of extra thought. What was your very favorite single thing about last night's game in Philadelphia? Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates in the same place that you found this. Penguins 4, Flyers 1 should be a lot of things that you liked. Some things maybe even that you loved. But now that I've bought you some time here, let's have your answer. Let's have a clear, specific answer as to what was your favorite. It could be a a player. It could be a play. It could be a facet of their overall play. It could be just, I don't know, something like the way the power play moved the puck around or whatever. Do you have one? Because you know what? I don't. I found that game to be so systematically thorough and so mechanically efficient from the poise standpoint that I came away not even realizing that Sidney Crosby didn't have a goal or an assist. I came away not even realizing that Alex Nedeljkovic made 36 saves on 37 shots. I came away with, I guess you could call this exasperating, but the sense that this team, when it's so compelled, can do this, can look at the opponent and say, all right, four-point game, really pivotal stuff here. And the Flyers, in addition to just being, you know, the Flyers, and the game being played in that place of all places, you also had an opportunity to bump out one of those teams that I've been saying really needs to get bumped out of the Eastern playoff picture. The Flyers aren't that good. They don't belong up there. I'm not saying this to get in usual jabs at the Flyers. They're just not. They're just not. You saw them. There's nothing there. or Very, very little there. They don't belong in the top eight in the conference, and they're not going to end up there. But your principal focus as a team that's not currently in that mix needs to be to identify those teams that are, that don't belong, and get them out of there. That's why you can't be losing to the Flyers or to the Capitals or to the Islanders. These are the teams that need to come out of there. And this hockey team went into that game last night and did absolutely everything right. From that gorgeous, blind, backhand power play feed that Evgeny Malkin made to Ricard Raquel to set the tone, to all of the defense that took place throughout, to the couple of big saves that Nedeljkovic was required to make. And then it was just boring. Oh, man, was it boring. And that's that's what you want. You don't need to be getting up 3 nothing, 4 nothing, and blowing the leads. You don't need to have it in the other direction either, where you fall behind big time because you fell asleep in the first period and then had to battle all the way back and claw out just a single point and then congratulate yourself. No, no. Do this. 
do this. Be boring. Get the results. Get the points. Find some kind of methodology where you can play a certain type of hockey at a certain level on the most consistent possible basis. This is a conversation that Lars Eller and I have been having pretty much all season. He sees it. If you think about his game, if you never heard the man speak a single syllable, you'd know what I'm talking about. If you, you, you look at the way he carries himself on the rink, how in control he is, and at the same time, how dynamic he can be at both ends. That's, that's what this team needs to be. They need to be Eller, personified, at least when it comes to consistency. I don't know why they haven't been able to find that. I strongly suspect it's because they're an older team. And I say that not in the sense that they're creaky and slow and all this other mythology, because they're not. I say that in a sense that they've all been here and done that. They've all experienced the significant difference between October, November, and even December hockey and then what happens beyond. They know when it is that they really have to turn it on. I can't make this point uh, any more vociferously than I have for weeks now. They lose interest in certain situations, even if they don't want to. Even if they're telling themselves, themselves, not from the coach, man, I really got to kick it into gear. This is a big game tonight, big game. And they're not all the way there, not as individuals, not as a collective, other than a couple of guys for whom there are never any exceptions, and you know who those are. They went out for whatever reason. Maybe it was Buffalo. Maybe it was frustration following the the loss to the Sabres in which they had a zillion chances and didn't put anything away. They got one goal early, and they were like, we're not about to spend the rest of the night chasing the game again because that really stunk. We'd like to just hold on to this lead, take the two points, and get out of here. Eric Carlson was asked after the game what this team's identity is. Winning games, I think. Um, you know, I think our identity is, is you know, we're a hardworking group. Uh, I think, you know, the guys that have been here for a long time have kind of set that precedent as a non-negotiable. And then, uh, you know, you're going to have to find ways uh, to win games in a lot of different ways. And, uh, you know, that's what's exciting uh, about this sport is, uh, you know, never, there's never a game that's the same. Uh, you know, you play the same teams multiple times and it's completely different games every time. So uh, we, we have to find a way to, uh, to win every type of game and you know, uh, it feels like this preseason we've had just that. I think today was, you know, back and forth game with, uh, you know, a lot of skill plays and offensive plays being made and, you know, we scored seven goals. Uh, you know, so that's a positive and then obviously, you know, we got to figure some other things out but then I think we played some games where it's, you know, been tighter and, and you know, we've had to win games that way so uh, I'm just excited to, uh, you know, see what, what Tuesday brings and we'll start with that and, and we'll move on from there. There it was. Two words. Winning games seems like a plan. When we come back, J1Q. Today's J1Q comes from Ethan. 
says, hey, DK, maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm an optimist. Why are we as a fan base freaking out on this team while they're on a 9-3-1 run? Yeah, the team got unlucky against the Sabres, but overall, they're stepping up their game. Don't give up hope yet. At least I'm not yet. Ethan, I'm not going to speak for everybody else. I'm not even really going to analyze what everybody else has to say about this. My own feeling about this team and the reason that I feel like I can't take even a run like this, 9-3-1, and one, super seriously, is that I don't see games like the one last night dotted through there. I see some points that were kind of haphazardly acquired along the way. I see some big early leads for one team or the other because it's very clear that one team or the other didn't come out prepared. And all too often that happens to be the Pittsburgh side. And I still see inconsistencies. I don't feel like there's a uniform play that's been embraced by this entire lineup. Why? That's what I was trying to get to in the opening segment. I'm pretty sure that I fell short. Because it's not easy. It's not easy. These are known commodities. These are players who've been doing what they've been doing their whole lives, doing them in a certain way, and in a handful of cases, doing them at an extraordinarily high, elite level. And now they're in a spot where, okay, well, mid-30s, whatever else here, you're not just going to go skate circles around everybody. You got to try to do things a different way. And it's not always going to be there. You can take the best example, the very best example out of all of them. And that being Sid, of course, and say that even Sid falls prey to this. Sid was, past tense, a part of the problem on the power play because he wouldn't budge from where he's been his whole career, where he wants to be on that unit. He wants to be a half-wall guy. He wants to be someone who's making plays from that bottom corner there. And that's not what's needed in the here and now. Not for this team, not in this circumstance. Everybody's had to give some on that. Everybody has. So when you see it all come together last night, where they show from front to finish that they are there to suck the life, suck the very life out of the opponent that they're facing, that's something. If that could carry over into, let's say, Thursday night, the Canucks are coming to town. The Canucks, who are no joke anymore, the Canucks have a world of talent, and they've been highly successful both in Vancouver and on the road, making some beautiful plays, scoring goals like crazy, generating offense from the back with Quinn Hughes up front with Elias Pettersson. So much, so much to love about that lineup. And you know what the home team's going to do with that? Yeah, right. <laughs> they are. They're not just going to say, hey, let's let's uh, really make a big effort to slow these guys down. No, they're going to be like, we can do this too. Watch us. Woohoo. Mark my words. That's what's going to happen. And that's the thing that's going to keep 
you and others from getting really, really stoked about any kind of results that happen in the dead of winter. I appreciate the question. Very good one and a fair one. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow. 